So, how many of you know that it's not quite Christmas Eve yet? Yeah, okay, a couple, right? Okay, if you came here hoping it was Christmas Eve, you're a little early. Um, And so I invite you back tonight at 5 or at 1030, uh, or we'll be here tomorrow at 1030 in the morning. Uh, So those are your Christmas services. This is something different. This is fourth Advent. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent. This is a a time where we're still waiting and we're still watching. This is a time when we're, we're still preparing. We can see Christmas just hovering, just out of reach, but right now we're invited into a different space. We're invited into a space of, of openness and expectation. We're given this image today of Mary, a simple woman, young woman, someone who was a peasant, someone who was, by all worldly standards, inconsequential. A nobody, basically. And yet, here she is, and for whatever reason, an angel comes to speak with her and to invite her into something. This angel brings a message, a message of hope, a message of transformation, an incredible message, which is to say an unbelievable message that she would conceive and bear a son and that that son would be most high when she is seemingly so low. She's our our figure today as we prepare for the coming of Christmas. She is our figure and a witness to us and someone that we might want to look toward. Because she's she's a figure who is in touch with longing and waiting she is, she is one who sits there in expectation. And in this way, she invites us to sit in a similar stance, to meet God's news to her, or to, that we might want to meet God's news in the same way that she meets God's news. She becomes for us a figure of prayer. She becomes uh, for us a figure of hope and longing and relationship with God. She begins, after she receives this news, with a question, a challenging question. 
Unless we ever think that our questions are not worthy of God, that we are too low for our questions, Mary shows us that that is not the case, that our questions are good questions. She reflects her confusion and her dismay and her befuddlement, and she gives voice to that. But then what she also has is this response. It is a, a giving over of herself. It is, a, it is a surrender. It is a saying yes to God's invitation. God wants to do something new and different in her life, and she has to say yes to that for it to be so. And as we wait and expect and live into our relationship with God, we're invited to say yes to God as well, to give of ourselves to God as well. She becomes a figure of of contemplation then, of pondering, of openness, of saying yes to God. And I think she puts a question to us as well as we await the coming of Christ, as we await the celebrations that will begin this evening and will be realized tomorrow. She asks us, what do we long for? Why did we come here this morning? What were we hoping for? Are we hoping for a word? Are we hoping for a touch? Are we hoping to receive something? To give something? Mary invites us into this, this quiet space. This quiet space before Christmas, before all the hustle and bustle, into this last moment of waiting and watching, and this last moment of expectation to ponder what do we long for? What is most vital for us? What do we need most to hear? Mary invites us here this morning, in this quiet space, to open open ourselves to God and to say, here am I. Here am I. And to say to God, let it be to me according to your word. Whatever might be going on for us, whatever might be going on in our lives, all the ways that God longs to touch our lives and mold our lives into something new, into something restored and healed and whole. God invites us in this space, along with Mary, to say, here am I.
Let it be to me according to your word. Amen.